Hey, E, put the beat on. Hey, Taylor, you like this joint? Yeah, this beat hard. Yeah, you, you sure you like this joint? You would tell me if you didn't, right? Oh, yeah, of course. No, this joint go, this joint go hard. All right, all right, cool, cool. This this my man, Scotty Pimpin' drum. Oh, okay, all right, then. Matter of fact, I, I got something for this. Got something like what? <laughs> Welcome to the top shelf. With a flavor so hot, but you will not melt. About to take you on a ride like you never felt. Up and down, real smooth like a carousel. Moving in our own lane, no parallel. Everybody needs sleep, it's good for your health. If you stuck like Chuck, I might have a help. Cause we talk sports, life, and everything else. Was cracking, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you as always for tuning in to Sleep, the Sports Life and Everything Else podcast presented by the Away Team and coming to you from the top shelf. This is season four, episode five. My name is Michael Roberts, aka Mike on the Mic, and I'm joined by my co host Taylor Suber. Yes, sir. What's up? What's going on? Taylor was cracking. Nothing much, man. Everything's everything, man. Can't All complain. Right. All right. Cool, cool. And our producer is in the building, handling the boards and all of our background stuff. What up, what up, what's up? I'd like to give E a special shout out this week because E has been stepping up uh, his game this season with the the, the visuals. Ah, He's been handling our video work as well. So anytime you see video of us, for the most part, online right now, on Instagram, on YouTube, wherever we're at, it's definitely E. Our producer well, handling that behind that, the scenes. So I appreciate that. I appreciate it. I just want to make sure public everybody knows how hard E is going for the for the team and for the cause. Uh, you know, what can I say? Yeah. Man? What can I say? All right, all right. You can follow us on Twitter and IG at Sleep is for You. That's S-L-E-E-P-I-S, the number four Y-O-U. Subscribe and listen to new or old episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, or you can catch us on YouTube. Like episodes, leave comments, show love, show hate. We're here for it all. You can also keep up with us through sleepisforyou.com, the hub for all things sleep-related. I want to also send a shout-out to Stats Moolah, a friend of the show and former guest. Kazo, Kazo, they've, they've been having events every Wednesday at the cafe in Norristown at uh, 1003 Main Street. And uh, it's hosted by the homie. It's 420 friendly. And uh, they had a little event last Wednesday that was uh, actually on the date. But um, I wasn't able to make it out. But that's I, definitely I about to somebody. Say, was you in the building? I was not in the building, but that's something I got to do. Okay. I got to yeah, make it out one of these Wednesdays. No, but shout, um, shout out to my cousin. Absolutely, Stacks Moolah, man. Stacks. Absolutely. Stacks. Smoker extraordinaire. I hear it's a very nice environment and atmosphere. So. Are there I, are there I gotta make there? that happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so if you're in Norristown or the surrounding area, slide through. Wednesdays, 7 p.m. till midnight. And follow at Stats Moolah. That's S-T-A-T-S-M-U-L-A for more details. Also, you can keep up on his music because he uh, he's an artist. So he does what he does in the booth as well. Phenomenal artist. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. And not just because it's fam. You you know me. I, if, if, if you trash get ball, I'm going to let you know. Absolutely. He keep it 100 with you. 
I ain't got a problem. It's, it's when I don't tell you you are, it's when you need to worry. <laughs> so our show time this evening is 542. We're getting to you a little later than usual, but uh, let's spin. Going to start off with the NBA. The Sixers weren't able to complete the sweep yesterday afternoon against the Raptors. It was a tough game for Philly, who were unable to stop Pascal Siakam coming down the stretch to cut into the Raptors' lead. But um, we did see uh, Fred Van Vliet went down in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, but Scotty Barnes did play after missing game two and three with injury. And uh, like I said, the Raptors ended up getting that W. But, um, you know, the Sixers did steal one or two games up north, so that's a good thing. And tomorrow they score off for game five in South Philly, so we'll see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor, you said that you saw the... The back end of the game. Back end of the game. I can kind of tell like how rough it was. You know, I I can kind of I don't want to say the refs had something to do with it, but you can you can kind of tell the Sixers kind of were. You know, they they weren't. You know, they they were. It just wasn't there for them. I mean, yeah. I mean they 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 gutted it out. But um, you know um, it, it's it's I was saying before it's it's kind of hard to sweep a, a team that's actually that makes the playoffs. You know what I mean, like you got to be actual super trash to get swept. You know what I mean, because basically getting swept at home. So mm-hmm. Toronto's not horrible, but you know it was like I said they had to for for Toronto to win they had to make it scrappy, and that's kind of how they played all season. So they kind of got you know got in the mud with with Philly. I mean, I think only Jordan B only had like what twenty twenty one points something like that. But for like, look that up real quick. Yeah, but he 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 wasn't yeah. he didn't have his normal thirty five, you know. That thumb. And, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, probably the thumb has something but to do with you it. You know what? It's it's something that Harden said in the uh, post game that really, really concerned me, and that's when he goes, uh, you know, we we took this, we 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 thought this, we took it lightly, you know, we 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 thought this was we was going to come in and like, bro. This is the NBA, mm-hmm. and you've been playing way too long to sleep on any team in the playoffs. And this makes me question, is this why you have never gotten as far as you've gotten? You well, know what I mean? Well, because Harden's Har- 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 a bit of a space cadet, so I wouldn't take anything he says too seriously. But you are right. Like, I, I, it's, it's tough to sweep people, but I don't like hearing saying, like, we took them too light. I, I just would like to say, I would, I would like to hear say, you know, they played us tough. And uh, you know what? You know what? Next next game, that's it. Like, I don't, I don't like hearing yeah. I don't like hearing saying that we took them too lightly. That's kind of like exposing yourself. So I would rather yeah. say, you know, salute to them. We came in a game for thought, thinking we was going to win, but they took, we took, we, they, we took their best punch and they beat and they beat us tonight. But but that's okay because in game four, in game five, yeah, I mean, we 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 we're we gonna you know we're gonna hit him with a counterpoint. But uh, and, and saying that too lightly, stuff that's kind of weird. That's kind of exposing yeah, yourself a little. That's bit. like I, I mean, it just makes me I, and I and I could be putting too much into it. It yeah. just makes me question you. It just makes me question like, yo, how long have you been have this mentality in the league? Like, right. and first of all, the playoffs. Period. Any yeah. team, it can be any day. And, and I don't know. Well, as you were saying, Taylor and B did have 21. Yeah. <clears throat> James Harden had 22. Yeah. Tobias Harris had 15, and Maxie had 11. Yeah. But Pascal Siakam had 34. Yeah, 34. And, uh, Gary Trent had, Where's the double team? Gary Trent had 24. Mm-hmm. Did, like, did Doc Rivers not believe in double team in period? 
I think he was daring. Well, what what they've been doing the whole season, the whole um, series. series was kind of like, all right, Siakam, you got to shoot to beat us. And he was like, all right, well, then I'm making them this time. So in the first couple games, he wasn't really hitting them. But this game, he was. You know what I mean? So and he's not really a quote-unquote shooter, but he can shoot. And if he gets a three-point shot, you know what I mean? He does. He can shoot three. But if he starts, you know, getting to the upper in the 30 to 35 area and shooting three, he's going to be pretty unstoppable but you know like i said they took their best punch that was it they was down oh three yeah i mean that's when your best punch come from a team that's down so if you're like i said they're not a completely trash team they're actually got team they, they got players on that squad yeah they're real you know real tough guys and they're not Veteran like a, guys. Yeah, they don't have like first round pick guys you know I mean? they got like a lot of second round picks undrafted guys bottom okay. bottom of the barrel first round guys so they had to scrap so okay they're okay. scrappy guys i mean scotty barnes is a top i think he's 10th overall and he's a rookie of the year this year so right. he's probably the best player he just got there he just turned 20 what a couple weeks ago so yeah. that's the thing you know what i mean like I, I wasn't surprised that they won that game i wasn't really like well, a, lot people, a lot of people say sweet 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 it's hard to sweep it's hard it's not I that was easy under the impression sweep. that they were depleted and that we were playing a depleted team yeah. like they like they main people had injuries yeah well, well thaddeus you, got hurt that first game but yeah. he, he played yesterday mm-hmm. scotty barnes got hurt that first game he played yesterday yeah. okay okay um van vliet played the first half but he got hurt like i said in the second yeah. quarter yeah. and then gary Trent had like an <clears> illness either on one game one and two so this yeah. is this was their best shot i mean they like i said they just they, that was their best counterpunch like when you back somebody into a corner yeah. you gotta they just basically threw a haymaker and it hit yeah, yeah. you know what i mean but does that mean they're gonna win the fight no you know what i mean so there's nothing wrong with if you, if you can finish this up on game five on monday then i mean i, I wouldn't be mad like, like i said it's hard to sweep teams it's hard it's not that easy okay. if, if it happened more often then yeah but it doesn't really happen there's always at least five games they call it a gentleman sweep at five games so I, I ain't mad. I just I saw how they was playing, and I was like, ah, oh, this this might not be it might not be the day. If they'd have played that game at seven o'clock that night, it may have been a different game. So like, like, yeah, they always seen those afternoon games. Yeah, maybe as soon as the Toronto guy like, no, let's go. We, we ready. We ready right now. Whereas Philly was like, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, we gonna get. No, nah, they, they were they was ready. So I can't um I can't you know hate on uh, Toronto like I said. They they took their best took their best punch in them three games, and now they countered. So now it's time for they got to finish them off. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So that, that game will be tomorrow uh, evening. On Monday, right? Yep. Okay, I got you. So uh, by the time this comes out, either the game will be going on or it might be over. But um, salute to the Sixers and uh, good luck tomorrow. Do y'all thing, get that W, and uh, get a couple of days rest before the next round because it looks like as far as the next round, they will be squaring off with either Miami or Atlanta. Yeah, that's and what, right that's now, 2-1. Uh, Miami's up 2-1. That's at least um, a five-gamer right there. Yeah, Miami had a couple of injuries. <clears throat> I yeah. saw Kyle uh, Lowry went down. Mm. So uh, we're going to see how that ends up playing out. They play tonight, actually. They play tonight or they play tomorrow? They play tonight at 7. Okay, all right, then. <clears throat> like I said, so, if the Sixers six clean up everything on Monday, then they'll get a five, at least five games off if mm-hmm. they can clean it up. Because I think Miami, they're going to get, they, they like to start them all around the same time. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Okay. Um, What's next? Okay, so more good news in Toronto. <laughs> Scotty Barnes, we were just talking about, like Taylor said, was named NBA Rookie of the Year. And uh, Gary Payton made a stop through uh, the Boston Celtics facility to present this year's Defensive Player of the Year, Marcus Smart, with his honors. Oh, yeah, Marcus Smart. Got oh, my, yeah. A couple okay. days ago, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, what's my man named Patty Mills was named the Sportsmanship uh, Award winner. When did they name the MVP? Next week? 
I'm pretty sure they do because they always do the MVP. MVP last. and like the coach, they do so they do the coach, coach of the year, of the year and yeah. then MVP and then like I think they 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 didn't do most improved player in six man yet, did they? They did do six man. Real? Let me see. Six man was today. Yeah, six man is Tyler Hero. Hey, I must that 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 was last week. La- oh, last week. I'm- yep. Pardon me, y'all. I'm kind of slow. <laughs> That's what's up. Okay. All right. And um, the most improved player has not been announced yet. Okay, all right. So it might be next, next approved next, then maybe coach, then MVP is last, I guess. Yep. Something like that. All right, then. Yep, yep. Yeah, I think I think they three for three on those. Scotty Barnes played played the most games. He started damn near every game. He averaged close to maybe 15, 16 points a game. I think he was a little bit better than K. What's his name? K. Cunningham? K. Cunningham, yeah. Yeah, yeah. K. Cunningham missed some at the beginning, then played, then had like a little bit of a bad stretch, and he didn't play. But Scotty Barnes and Scotty Barnes' team made the playoffs. So I think that was, they were they were right. <clears throat> you know what? Game. According to the voting, Evan Mobley was actually higher than K. Cunningham. Evan Mobley's Evan team Mobley was, made uh, the play in. Yeah. Was second. Yeah. yeah they were actually, they, they were like fifth or sixth at one point in the playoffs. Yeah. And then he mm-hmm. got hurt in the last uh, couple weeks was probably why they gave it to us. Uh, Scotty, like I said, Scotty Barnes played damn near every game. Yeah. Speaking of the Celtics and uh, Marcus Smart, they're on the verge of sweeping the Brooklyn Nets oh, and advance to the I, second I, I round. I didn't see that. I thought it was going to be a little more competitive. <laughs> and they're most likely going to end up meeting the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks. They don't have no rebounding. Like, nobody on that team rebounds. Talking about Brooklyn? Yeah, like, no yeah. one. Like, there was a lot of times where KD and, and whoever was putting up shots, and Boston was just, oh, thank you. Like, there was no – like, I'm, t- I'm not talking about, like, there's no competition. Like, it was all green jerseys around the ball. Yeah. Like, soon they shot, they were running back because it's like they didn't even so- – Sound like a place where Big Ben was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where he would be. He would be playing. He ain't playing point. He would be playing like the center because they have no rebounding. Like they give Drummond maybe ten minutes a game. Yeah. Seth is, is worn out. Um, Kyrie is going through the Ramadan thing, so he's not really eating during the day. So he's pretty much he's yeah, he's and then and, and he, he's kind of like, running Nobody want to see the Nets. Don't nobody want to see the Nets first round. And well, the Nets are looking bad right looking now. Looking bad right now. Not nothing. Phew. Lord have mercy. No, no, none, none of the celebrities on the sideline helped him. Aaron Judge with the with the flat top looking crazy. Mary J. Blige was in the stands yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah Mary Course J. Blige, yeah, she was next, she was sitting next to uh, Chewbacca. Ooh. Oh my, my bad. That was, that, my bad. That was that was Diddy's baby mom. I'm sorry. That's a hard shot. Um, who else was on the side? Yeah, I, 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 I saw that loser Spike. Bang, bang, I, I saw bang. that loser Spike Lee on the side. What, what was he doing there for? Spike Lee. Spike, what are you doing at he Brooklyn there, Games, man? You confused? That's what I'm saying. He had the uh the, the Jackie Robinson jersey way back from the uh from the do the right thing video. He had the same jersey on. That's 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 uh, not the guard. He was all wrong by passes knees. He was yeah, he was on front row. Like, wait, why, wait, why was I he there? He'd for? be at the Knicks game. That, that's yeah. what I was saying. I was like, why are you there for? They weren't showing him, but he was there. I saw him. They showed him like in passing. That I thought, why? Why are you there for, bro? Uh, Spike. Uh, Spike, you, train, you jump a ship. That was weird, man. I didn't like. Like, if you're gonna be there, be like up in the skybox or in the back. He, he was on front, <laughs> like don't, where, don't, where, where don't, Mary don't J was at. You got that little, you know, that little box, and then right the next set of seats, he was right there. Yeah. Looking like a weirdo. I was like, I was like, who is that little short ant keeps standing with the with the Jackie Robinson jersey? <laughs> Yo, and, and it was him. Oh my gosh. Thanks. And then Spike. you had my man Ben Simmons up there dressed like Krusty the Clown. I mean, what is <laughs> it, it, it was bad. I mean, I felt not that I felt bad. Like Brooklyn's an, is an embarrassment, man. They're an embarrassment. Yeah, that's the that's 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 a letdown. Like the, the Lakers not making the Yo, playoffs. You, wait. That wasn't really that big of a deal. Oh no, you, you but couldn't Brooklyn give them- getting getting 
about to get swept out. If they do get swept out, oh my goodness. You, you couldn't give him homie the clown? You had to give him Krusty? No, Krusty was uh, orange and uh, uh, he didn't have no red on. Remember, Krusty had the, I mean, uh, homie the clown had the yellow and the red. Yeah. Ben had on like, it was like, it was like orange, yellow. It was, yeah, it's Krusty the clown. It just gave me Krusty the clown Simpson vibe. Yeah, he didn't have mm. no red on. Mm. And he had like maybe four or five different colors on. He looked crazy. And then grabbed one rebound. Didn't do mm. nothing. Sat on the bench. And he sat in the middle of the bench. Like he loses sit towards it. And he was in the middle. <laughs> so you right there. I can see you. Yeah, yeah. Dressed like a, a, a bag of nine liters, man. Clapping. Get out of here, man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Mm. Now he's not playing game four. He, he's a fraud. He just got paid this year for nothing. He got yeah. paid over $30 million. And Collected dri- that money. Didn't dribble not one basketball. Didn't break not one sweat. Didn't take not one charge. His agent is the bomb. He's a clown. He, oh, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah, He got paid. Yeah. And Stephen A. keeps saying it. When that next collective bargaining agreement comes around, he said that, that it's going to be bad for the players after that. I mean, that's what I was saying last week. You just, like, come on, man. That's weird. Like, you, you like, all right, you hold now. But you at least got to, all right, check in with us and make sure you're healthy. You're doing whatever you do. Your heart rate and all that stuff is up. Because you, as soon as you get to Brooklyn and your back is is, is is out, what are you, what are you, 59 years old? Yo, you're 25 years old. Why, why are you sad? What's wrong with your back? back. Yeah. Mike said I broke my back. Well, Mike no. had been taking poundings for years. You know what I mean? This man hasn't done nothing. You was just sitting there. You wasn't doing nothing. Remember, he didn't play since June. Yeah. So what were you doing from July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February? You get traded, and then now you're back. Like, what were you doing? You weren't doing nothing. I, I'm you could tell exactly. he wasn't training. Yeah. He, he was getting every day. He tired. Mm. And he, he ain't got no stamina. He, he, when you're getting that noodle. Every day and getting paid when, but you ain't playing. Like honestly, what ha- have you ever skipped school? I was a knucklehead, and if you ever skip school, a lot of people don't go back to school not because like embarrassed. Like yo, you just literally get lazy yeah. enough where you don't want to go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I believe that this season, that he just he never intended to play. I don't think he wants to play basketball. I don't think he loves basketball. I like a lot. You can tell, like, a Jason Tatum, he loves basketball. Yeah. He, Jalen yeah. Brown loves they basketball. Love to play ball. Yes, sir. Seth Curry, oh, I come off the bench. I love basketball. Yeah, my foot may be 85. I love basketball. Ugly Draymond Green. He's ugly and he's halfway hurt. He's out there balling, sweating, scoring four points a game, but he loves basketball. <laughs> four points, he'll get six rebounds, eight assists. He don't like. He's not like a big time scorer, but he's out there playing basketball. Like mm-hmm. Luka Doncic had a calf injury. I'm playing. Came yep. back, had 30 yesterday. Exactly. You Even know though I mean? they lost to the Jazz, but he, but they they want to play basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean, like I don't understand him. He just sat. He, he basically sat and didn't do nothing, and now he can't. He's a clown, man, with a back injury. Like it'd be different. If he had a torn knee muscle, something like that. Like he's a he's a clown. Goofball. With yeah. back injuries, that, you that, get that, some that, treatment. That's, that's why I call him Krusty the Clown. I'm saying you should be able to tough that out, especially since you have not, like you said, played all season. I would have went out there and played, and then I'm like, you know what? Damn, I bet I would have went. I'd have did some stuff. Like I'd have played two or three games, and then grabbed my back. You don't even get on the court, like mm. dog. I just been been like, no, no, no. I'm playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't even. Figure, give I don't it care a, what these doctors say. A, a, I'm going out there. And I, I need, I need, I need to play basketball. I love this game. This game has given me thirty million that I don't deserve, but I got it, mm. and I want to go out here and play. For him to be sitting on that on that bench to be there in like in public, <laughs> looking yeah, all smiling, smiling, cheesing. I don't know. I, I may, He's a clown. Clapping. May, maybe mm. that's this. Is, maybe this. We sound like some real haters. Maybe that's what we sound I'm, like to people that got money. Nah, man. We, I mean, I'm. I'm a like hate. he getting thirty and he ain't doing nothing. Nah, he he deserves hate. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm at, that, at this particular moment, yeah. he 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 welcomes the hate because he 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 put himself in this situation. Yeah. He could be playing right now. He could have played during the end of the season. What were you doing? What were you doing for those five or six idle months? You wasn't doing nothing. He like, got traded weird. in February. Yeah. So what were end you doing? Like I said, April. what were you doing through the summers and the, and the fall Come and on, the winter? Sir. You weren't. What were you doing? To, we're, as soon as he started to play, oh my back hurts. I, that means to me that you don't want to play basketball. That's all it is to me. Nobody's fooled. Yeah. He tried to back injury with the six, and they said, "No, that back is fine, brother. <laughs> you gonna play? <laughs> oh, mental health." Oh, Okay, then we're going to start docking that pay. Exactly. Right, you know we're we going to start finding you. Let's not spend a, a, another yellow second on him. Yeah, we're going to keep it moving. Please. And uh, like we were saying, Luka Doncic did score 30 yesterday and a loss to the Jazz, who locked up the series at 2-2. He tried. So uh, that pretty much at this point can go either way. And uh, a lot of people, not a lot of people, but a good amount of people are at this point kind of counting out the Jazz Thinking that uh, their run is kind of over because uh, if they end up getting bounced in the first round when they've been a perennial contender for the past few seasons and that's that's just not a good look for their situation. You can only keep things together for so long before it starts getting broken up. Yeah, so. they talking about that coach might be taking a, the job out in L.A. Maybe. Well, they they want him. I don't know if he wants them. But Quinn they, Snyder? Yeah, they want uh, L.A. wants Quinn Snyder. Yeah, okay. Supposedly. All right, well, getting out of direct NBA conversation, we're going to move into toss-up. And our toss-up topic today is going to center around two guys who squared off yesterday and uh, are playing in the first round of these playoffs, representing the Boston Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets. We have Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant. It was stated by Paul Pierce after yesterday's game that uh, we may be seeing the emergence of Jason Tatum and him surpassing Kevin Durant as uh, the best player in the NBA right now. So I thought being that someone in that position would bring up a comment like that, we should kick it around and see who we would rather take and uh, at this particular point in their career have, uh, I guess, centered on our team. Mm. So Taylor, would you rather be in the position of the Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant or in the position of the Boston Celtics with Jason Tatum? I like Jason Tatum. He's a baller. Uh, he, I mean, yesterday I saw him playing both sides of the, of, of the floor. He's playing offense and defense. Uh, KD, he's been one of my favorites over the last you know ten plus years. I just, I just like his demeanor. I just like how he's you know he just all he keeps that same face. He don't he he, he barks back with people. I, I like mm-hmm. I, I like how he gets it in. I like how he left a team that was actually good and went to a better team to win a ring. I don't have no problem with that being selfish and, and wanting to win a ring. I don't have no problem with that. But right now, you know, I'm always going to take the younger guy. I'm going to take Jason Tatum. He's a, I mean, they could win a championship this year because the way. The East is opened up right now. It's kind of like them and the Sixers. I mean, I don't know what's going to go on with with the Bucks with uh, with Chris Middleton down, and I, like you said, Miami. You just you got a, a couple people hurt down there with Lowry yep. and uh, Bam Adebayo. Adebayo. Am I saying Adebayo? Yep, Adebayo. So it's clear, and they just got uh, Reggie Williams back. You know, who had the meniscus injury, he's back. He's kind of come off the bench, and Al Horford's played pretty good defense. Uh, what's his name? Devin White. Come up, he didn't even do anything yesterday. Mm-hmm. He barely did anything. So they went with Pritchard, who who had um a couple buckets off the bench. So they team is pretty deep, man. I, I, I but I like um I, I, I like Tatum. Tatum. They were describe him as Carmelo Anthony. He's I, I kind of and I kind of know why because they got the same size and build, but. He, he's nice, man. Uh, the defense he plays, um, all, uh, and then just coming down, just hit, hitting the threes. 
he's he's a problem yeah so right now probably i will go with tatum because i know i can um i could depend on him i like kd the kd's body's kind of breaking down a little bit he's kind of he he looked washed yesterday he was balling yesterday but he only had like maybe 16 18 he didn't really do too much yesterday so and he's got the achilles injury and he didn't he had the knee and and the calf and the hands like a hamstring it's like he's got like you know these the bottom part of his body's kind of breaking down a little bit and he's only what about 33 years old and i think jason tatum would be either 24 or 25 so tatum's my guy okay well i'm gonna jump for kd and i'm gonna say that kd still um is is, is holding down that top spot unfortunately yesterday was not the best representation of that but um you know everybody has off games players mess up too so um you know i think he can bounce back and he can he can pull it together mm. you know like you said he is 33 years old but um kd during the regular season averaged 29.9 points per game which was in top five in the league and uh during the postseason unfortunately he's only averaging 22 points so he's uh, going through a little bit of a slump right now, but they're doing a, they're doing a good. Every time he gets the ball, somebody's flashing out on him. Like I, they they do a really good job. But uh, Udonka is a really good coach. Yeah, it's it's, it's not just a uh, Neil Long baby daddy. It's not just a <laughs> uh, a representation of of KD as a player. It's also a representation of the defense that Boston is is, is showing him and putting in front of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think KD can still cook with the best of them, and he can still um, hold down that top spot and hold off that young cat just a little bit longer. Now, if Tatum messes around and, and, and the Celtics get a ring this year, then we might have to revisit that conversation, and I'm going to say that Tatum surpassed him. Eddie's balling, man. At least for the moment. Um, I, I, I can't give up that spot for KD yet. I, I got to rep for the homie. I don't. <laughs> I hate to go back to business. Where does he see, where does he see himself fitting on that team? <laughs> I saw KD bring up the ball. I saw uh, Kyrie bring up the ball. KD uh, Ben's not bring up the ball. He's yeah. he's not gonna touch the ball. So KD is still that guy that can run from 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 top to the bottom and, and get you a bucket or make a pass. Well, you know what? Maybe we answered our question right there because he's not gonna be able to bring up the ball. Yeah. That's why he's playing. He's <laughs> having all these phantom injuries exactly. and he's going down. I told. I think I told you this on the phone a couple months ago, he, or maybe I was talking to my friend. He watched the team. He said, yo, I don't think I'm going to play for this team. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to feel with these guys. <laughs> I'm not going to be running point on this and, team. And, and our head coach is a former point guard. Exactly. He yeah. was a he was a pulling trigger, 30-foot 30, 30 shooter, like, kind of like Steph was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. All right, well, we're going to get out of NBA discussion, and we're going to move into a very little bit of NFL talk just because um, there's been very light news uh, in the past, like, week or so leading up to the draft which is this thursday but it was announced that there will be three nfl games this year for christmas all right for the first time ever wow so there's a little present for everybody sometimes they have games on christmas but they don't necessarily all the time do that the nba usually has uh the, Five the, games. the, the, the chokehold on christmas your head's gonna <laughs> fall off but um, five NFL games. I'm sorry, three NFL games and five yeah. NBA basketball games. Your head's going to fall off. It's going to be a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Exactly. And uh, since we're talking NFL, we're going to get into our first edition of Top 5 for this week. And that's going to be our Top 5 NFL Drafts. Yes. So I tried to keep mine fairly recent just as far as to the, the time when I was actually watching drafts. You know, I didn't go back to the 80s and the 70s with people that I'd never seen and don't know. But um, Back when the draft was like 15 rounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what, what, wasn't it like a day? 
What, wasn't there a point in time when the draft was like a day or it two? It would start at now? 12 and it'd be done at five, yeah. yeah can you didn't. imagine? You can't even imagine. They stretched the draft out for three days. It used to yeah. be done in one day on a Saturday afternoon. Now the draft is three days. Back in the day, I think way back then. It, it, it was at a whole event. It was at like the Rich Carlton in the yeah. hotel. <laughs> they, they, listen, the ads wasn't as important as they are today. Oh, they make no. so much money off of it now. It's they if it's they find business. if it's they find business. something they can make money off it they gonna they gonna exploit it so once they found out that people like the draft yep. they said we're gonna make it a three day extravaganza we're gonna they have gonna performances yep. and then we're gonna go to uh, places every different year and then I think at least four channels broadcasted like back in the day it was just ESPN that was it this was before mm-hmm. NFL Network was even invented it mm-hmm. would just be on ESPN you would get a couple of guys and after those guys leave you would get a couple of other B drive squad guys and they yep. would just talk about six or seven round draft picks the ones that they knew. Yeah. But it's a production right now, and they got people announcing the pick throughout the whole draft. It's got fans it's coming in announcing picks. Got yeah. guests coming yeah. in, guests, former players, uh, former players. You know what I mean, grandmama, the, the oldest woman in the world, Uncle Spanky, <laughs> all know yeah. them. Yo, exactly. the, the oldest living uh, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys yeah, I mean, fan, <laughs> punters from from the Colts. The oldest, the oldest Tuskegee Airmen. They they'll bring they'll bring you out <laughs> <laughs> to announce somebody from the alumni from the uh, from the school, whoever this person getting drafted that they. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, they turned it into a big thing. Mm-hmm. And going ahead of music. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so at number five on my list, I have the 2001 draft. And I really only only need to say one name when we're talking about that draft, and that's Michael Vick. Mm. Coming out of Virginia Tech, he was the, the, the shiny thing that, that everybody wanted. But uh, the Falcons ended up having the first pick in that draft, and they took him. Yeah. And um, he he exploded onto the scene. But uh, you also had LaDainian Thomason, yeah. who played with the Chargers. Drew Brees, who mm. was taken by the Chargers. Reggie Wayne, taken by the Colts. Richard Seymour, uh, who played with the Patriots. Santana Moss. Um, and in the first round, the Eagles took. That was in 2001, right? Yeah. And who did they take in the 2001 draft? What, Wide what? receiver. Wide receiver? Ooh, man. Was it, uh, oh, it's Freddie Snitchell. Freddie Mitchell. Yeah. That direct, they, 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 they skipped on, um, Chad Ocho. They yep. skipped, they skipped on Reggie Wayne. Yep. And Reggie Wayne went 27. He mm-hmm. went 21. Yep. I think Santona, Miles, Miles Santana went, Holmes went before him. Yeah, yeah, before. But that back end draft, they missed oh, on, they, yeah, they missed on like at least four receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad Ocho Cinco went early in the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Wayne went later on. And then uh, there was another receiver too that went in that draft too. I think TJ Husbanzada went like in the seventh round. That's he, okay. He, we, he, he was better than Freddie Mitchell. We're we, we, we going to get back to uh, <laughs> Eagles misses later in my list. <laughs> so number four. That was a hard miss. I have the 2000 draft. Which we should all remember because Courtney Brown and LeVar Arrington went one and two from Penn State. That was a big deal locally. Peter Work was also drafted a wide receiver <laughs> out of uh, Florida State. He's he's to dead. Cincinnati. I think he's dead. Oh no, R.P. Peter Work. He might just be the out case. Here. Yeah, I'll check while J- you're talking. It's Jamal Peter- Lewis was drafted oh. by the Baltimore Ravens. Plastico Burris was drafted. Mister Shoot Myself in the Leg himself. Who? Plastico oh, Burr. Oh, Plastico Burr, yeah, he wasn't yeah. that draft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How you go to jail for shooting yourself? Mm. <laughs> why mm. you in a, why you got a, a cot? No I'm, I'm, safety glock. I'm, I'm no like, safety on that joint. I'm, I'm like Chris Tucker. You gotta be a stupid mother. <laughs> like, how dumb are you, man? That was crazy. Man. Dumb. 
Mm. Brian but he Urlacher. can run that football, though. He can run yeah, that football. Yeah, he, he could catch that football. He got, a, got got himself a ring with the Giants. Yeah. Excuse me. I, I just accidentally hit the mic Don't because I was scratching my chest. But um, <clears throat> uh, Brian Erlacher was also taking that draft. Mm. We had the hype around Ron Dane, Sean Alexander. Um, and in the fifth round, Dante Hall, Adelius Thomas in the sixth round, and of course Tom Brady was taking the sixth round. So. Er- Earl Acker went that 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 year. Yes, sir. Well, sh- drafted sh- by the Bears. Shout out to shout out to Chief Feaster, Uncle Fee, when I was in the Navy. Okay, my, my from Shaw. He 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 loved him some Earl Acker. Earl Acker. Earl Acker. Mm. Earl Acker. I was wrong. Peter Warwick. He is still with us. I'm sorry. I put okay. that man. Oh wow. Put that man in the grave. Oh, yo, I, that's I, horrible, dude. I got, I got him confused with um um um. Uh, there's a guy named um. And Andre Caldwell. I got him confused. My bad. He's dead. That's horrible. Okay. Oh, my goodness. All <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. On that note. Don't mind. We make mistakes from here. Yeah, that was my fault. Exactly. Everybody messes up sometimes. Players mess up. We fix it, though. So, number three on my list, I have the 1999 draft. Mm, I remember that draft. Which everybody should remember as well. Oh, the, yeah. The Browns fumbled the number one pick as usual. <laughs> And took Tim Couch, you who mean, was a bust. You mean Tim? You mean Tim Slouch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he was a bum. I think the, his first two games was good, and he was trash after that, yo. The Eagles let down almost the entire city of Philadelphia by passing on Ricky Williams and taking Donovan McNabb. Nah, they, they made the right pick. Which yeah, back they then, did the right which thing. back then, I wasn't mad at. Yeah, they made the right. I don't like Donovan McNabb, but they made it. The, you got to go with a quarter. If a quarterback yeah. can help, a quarterback have a long career. Yeah. Ricky Williams was a, was a even back then he was a little weird. And then mm-hmm. we proved, he proved that he was weird. Yep, yep. Not a bad player, but he was just a you know a little bit weird. Yeah. You've also got Edron James, who was taken in that draft. Mm. Tory Holt, mm. Champ Bailey, yeah, David Boston, David Boston, was and we're draft. still in the top ten. Yeah. Later, you also have Javon Curse, mm. Antoine Winfield, and in the seventh round, in the seventh round, Donald Driver. Yeah. Little steal for the Green Bay Packers. No, that was I remember that that draft was uh that was a that was a good draft back then. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so number two on my list, I have the nineteen ninety six draft. Oh. Which you had Keyshawn Johnson, yeah. Terry Glenn, Marvin Harrison. Now Terry Glenn, he is gone. Okay. He's passed he passed it. Uh you also have Eric Moulds, mm. Terrell Owens, Bushin oh. Muhammad, mm. Amani Toomer, Joe Horn. Uh, and that's on top of Ray Lewis, Eddie George, right? Eddie George? Brian Dawkins, Simeon Rice, Eddie I don't George. Know what it is about '96, man? Be- between the NFL draft and mm-hmm. the NBA draft, mm-hmm. because I think that's when they took Kobe. Yep, and, uh, that, that was a big draft. That's when Iverson bro, got drafted too. Bro, I went to, yeah because I went in the Navy that year, bro. Mm-hmm. That was big. That was that, a, a, that '96, a legendary draft year yeah. across the board. Yes, sir. You also had Mike Allstott and Lawyer Malloy taken in that draft. And that brings me to my number one draft, (laughs) which was the 2014 draft. And I remember this draft mainly just because um, it was a lot of hype going into this draft because there was a lot of talent coming out, especially a lot of receivers. And at this point in time, the Eagles really could have used the receiver. 2014? uh, Jadavion Clowney was number one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that draft. And then you had Sammy Watkins and Mike Evans who went in the top 10. Yep. You had Odell. Odell. Odell Beckham went 12. He shot up. He was like in the 20s. He shot up and 
you can see where, where why they was right about him. Mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks went 20. 20, yep. And I remember this draft because the Eagles were in position to take ha-ha Clinton Dix, who I really wanted, because I felt like when he hit people, I could be like, ha-ha, and, and it would be dope. But then they <laughs> traded back and ended up taking... Some guy named Marcus Smith. Marcus Smith. It's funny. The whole draft, everyone played at least like a meaningful down. He was the only bust in like that first. That, that's how sad that was, man. Like Marcus I Smith. think D4 went before him, after him. He's still playing right now. Maybe not as good as he was. Like they, like if you want a defensive end, get somebody that actually played. That and was the, weird, man. They did, and it was funny when they picked him. They said Marcus Smith. You could hear the papers rustle in the background. They, was, <laughs> they, they trying to figure out who he was. <laughs> and then the Mino you know, Mel Cop, he had a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, they got to hype everybody. Oh yeah, he's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. I had him in the third round, but uh, that's good value right there. That's what that's, that's Mel Cop mm. right there. Every time he said that's good value, that means that's how that, you know <laughs> you reached. That's that's that's, 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 that's <laughs> like that's like saying that they have a good personality. That's that's code. That's code. When he says that, he's capping. Mm-hmm. Mel, uh, if you watch ESPN. He says good value. He's lying. He because he has a ranked board. Everyone has a ranked board. Yeah. And when once he the papers were shuffling. I was it was hilarious. <laughs> In the was, second round, I'm listening. The Eagles took Jordan Matthews. Yeah, he was a bust too. Yeah, he was and after these picks, we're taking Devontae Adams. Allen yeah. Robinson, Robinson and Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. They, they'd have been fine with Marcus Lee. I mean, all the all those receivers Marquise actually Lee, play. Yeah. yeah, like that was that was weird, man. Like, I don't know why they reach on players that's just like, come on, man. Like, this player's right there in front of your face. I think Martavis Bryant went like in the fourth round. Horrible. And, horrible. and, and they picked um that bum Josh Huff, the, that loser. The I Eagles think that, are, that was the fourth round. They they have historic misses <laughs> when it comes to the draft. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like this this is weird. Like people make it easy. Yo, and y'all yeah. make it hard. Who was drafting back yeah. then? It wasn't Howie. It was still it? was Howie. I think yeah, he's and, been and drafting. 14, it was Howie. He's he's been drafted since I want to say 2011. He was the one that picked that 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 fireman. <laughs> oh, the, the, the boy, Danny, uh, what was his name? 12 or 13. Danny. Uh, Danny Watkins or something yeah, like Danny that. Yeah, Danny Watkins. Right, who picks a 27, 28-year-old uh, lineman? There's 21 and 22-year-olds. You're going to get more out of somebody who's five, six years younger. Why mm-hmm. would you take a fireman? That was mm-hmm. weird, man. I remember weird. that pick. Anybody over the age of 25, I'm staying away from. I, if I want somebody in a draft, they got to be young so I can develop them. So by the time they get 25, they're good. Only reason I'm taking somebody over the age of 24, 25, if I'm a good team and I just need just this one little, I'm going to plug in somebody real quick. Don't, why, why don't why you just you, sign uh, a free agent over 25? <laughs> so just sign like, a why would you draft somebody? <laughs> that was weird, man. And I think they missed on the corner. Jimmy Smith, he went like a pick later, who's mm. still in the NFL now. Mm. <laughs> this, this, this is sad. It's terrible. You wonder why Taylor don't I can't I can't root for those guys, man. That that would be against my moral code. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Taylor. Well, I'm gonna shoot it over to you so you can give us your top five NFL drafts. All right. Uh my number five, I'm gonna go all the way back to, to 1983. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna put some respect on John Elway. Ooh. Daryl Green. <laughs> Roger Craig. Oh yeah. That drive was loaded, man. Daryl Green. <laughs> Yeah, Daryl Green. Daryl Green played to the nineties. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Remember, remember, from, uh, we, from Washington. We used we used to play um uh, uh, Madden all, and he would just always be there at yeah. 41, 42, 43 years old. Like he and was, he was always fast. He, he was always fast. Yeah, they got you got Richard Dent in the seventh round. Okay, <laughs> Hall of Famer. Okay, <laughs> Bruce Matthews. Mm. Mm. That's uh, Clay Matthews pop. Yeah. Dave Dorson, I think he played for the Eagles. Henry Ellard, I mean, that draft was loaded, yeah. Okay. So Daryl Talley for the Bills, you know what I mean? Uh, 
uh, the other Kurt Warner, the running back from um, Penn State. Yeah, so yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was a loaded draft back in uh back in uh what's that? Back 19, in eighty three. Back in eighty three. The year the, before the, the year before I was born. Yeah, the, the, Taylor the, took it back. The year my sister was born, man. There, there you go. Tiffany. Yeah, nineteen nineteen eighty three. The Love NFL you, draft. Uh, let me see. Uh, my uh, number four. Number four. Yeah, number four. I I I, I went with the ninety six draft too, man. Uh, Ray Lewis and Eddie George. Um, okay. That that was a that, 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 that was a solid draft. You named pretty much damn everybody I was gonna name, and I I couldn't leave that out of my list. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that that's in my that's in my list too. Uh, okay. 19, 1996 draft. Uh, that was like you said. You had you had plenty of people in that draft. Yeah, Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers in that draft, and um, you know I'm, I'm not gonna go through the names again. Like I said, I got all these names <laughs> written down. It's gonna look crazy. Uh, my number uh, three is the 2017 draft. Okay. Oh, the Eagles missed in that draft too. While the Eagles was picking, uh, what's his name, <laughs> Derek Barnett. We mm. had people like uh, uh, Alvin Kamara. He went in the third round. Mm. Alvin Cook went in the second round. Mm. Patrick Mahomes was actually drafted in that draft. Uh, 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 Deshaun Watson was in that draft. That draft was loaded, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, 2017. That that was um. Go ahead, mercy. Solid draft. Miles. Miles. Miles Garrett. I remember that draft. Still, rip, still ripping people's heads off, literally and figuratively. I was excited to see who was going to take Deshaun Watson. Yeah, because uh, I thought he was the best talent. Why was he? I'm sorry, quarterback coming out. Uh, you still got uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Marcus Lattimore. They still balling. Um, you, you, you had uh, Marlon Humphreys. You still got people, you know, right now that are like, you know, kind of the best players on their team. Joe Mixon mm-hmm. was in that draft. Okay, that running, yeah, that that, that running back class. I, I don't know what the Eagles were thinking with the, with the Sidney Jones pick. That was weird. You know what I mean, but there was like so many people in that draft. Uh, Zach Cunningham, a, 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 a a linebacker. You got Chidaway Awaze who went to the Dallas and like, and he just played for the um, uh, uh, Bengals in, in the uh, Super Bowl. Juju was in that draft. I mean, that okay. draft was just, it was loaded, man. Yeah. <laughs> Put some respect on Cooper Cup in the third round. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody knows who that is. Everybody's gonna be going after him in, in the next in the next in the next draft. Absolutely. If he's, Chris, if he's not grabbed up yeah. in, in like a, uh, yeah. a dynasty joint. How about uh, Philly's own Chris Godwin? Ooh, Chris Godwin. How about slap your favorite DJ, uh, Kareem Hunt? He'll slap you. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That 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 that, that draft was loaded. Kenny Galladay was in that draft. More, yeah. more on DJs later in the show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, what's my man's name? Trey Hendricks, the linebacker slash pass rusher. Mm-hmm. That draft was loaded, man. Yeah. So uh, that 2017 draft, which is what, what, not even five, six years ago, that was a draft. I think that draft was it. Was that draft in Philly? I think it was 2017. Probably, yeah. I, th- I think so. Yeah, that was a draft in Philly. Yeah, so uh, Eagles, Eagles whiffed on that draft. I mean, that's, they they stay whiffing on draft. That's that's just what they do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, All right, mm-hmm. terrible. Uh, number what number? Number two. Number two. Our number two. We'll go with um. I I'll go with the 1999 draft. Okay. Did you say 1999 draft already? Uh. Or did you say you said 2001 draft? Yeah, yeah, I did say. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with the '99 draft. My bad. So 19- I, I did say '99 draft you too. Did 90- that was my number three. Oh, okay. All right. Well then, I guess we, I guess we double down on '99, the '99 draft. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. They said great minds think alike. I, I just looked at the list and I was just like, damn, you got Champ Bailey and Andrew James, one of, yep. my, one of my favorite players. I mean, <laughs> Dante Culpepper was in that draft. He was a pretty good player before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, uh, Tory uh, Holt. 
Uh, Tory Holt was in that draft. Uh, ESPN's own Damian Woody. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was in that draft. Another ESPN uh Booger McFarlane. He was in that draft. Okay. Javon Curse. Yeah, you got, yeah, you had a lot of people. Antoine Winfield Sr. He was up in there. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That draft was loaded, man. Yeah. So uh, the uh, 1999. Oh, how about this name, Marty Booker? <laughs> Ooh, Marty Booker. I think he's like the sixth or seventh round. Brandon, okay. Brandon Stokely. And Philly's own, the fullback, Cecil Martin. How about that? Okay. <laughs> Cecil Martin. But my uh, my number one draft is going to be the, uh, the 2005 draft. Lord have mercy, man. I was just, I was just looking at the draft. I was like, yeah, there's a lot of ballers in this draft, man. 2005 draft. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he went like late first round. Alex Smith. I okay. mean, salute to the Auburn running backs, Ronnie Brown and Cadillac Williams. Mm, Cadillac don't, Williams. Don't get no better. If your, na- your name is Cadillac, you that. Especially if you on the football field. Yeah, DeMarcus Ware, a Hall of Famer, a soon-to-be Hall of Famer. I think I voted. I'm not sure. Or maybe Thomas Davis. Remember, mm-hmm. remember Braylon Edwards? Yeah, I remember Braylon Edwards. Uh, now, R.I.P. to Cedric Benson. Okay. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sean Merriman. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people in that draft. Uh, Pac-Man Jones. Pac-Man Jones. ESPN Zone. Marcus Spears. Okay. Swagoo. Shout to Big Swagoo. What's going on in Atlanta? We're going to put some respect on Roddy White. Roddy White. Okay. <laughs> he was a wide receiver, collected checks for a while. Yeah. We're going to put some respect on Jason Campbell, the quarterback. He was okay. Okay. I remember Jason Campbell, light skin, played for Washington for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 we'll put some respect on Logan Mankins, who was, you know, blocking for Tom Brady for all those years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about Marion the Barbarian, <laughs> the okay. running back? Yeah, yeah. Marion the Barbarian Barber. Marion Barber, yeah. Yeah, that draft was loaded, man. <clears throat> How about Justin Tuck? <laughs> Ooh, Justin Tuck played for the Giants for a minute. Yeah. Wow. And how about uh, I, I got two? I got two bulls for you right now. Channing Crowder. <laughs> Channing Crowder. That name does not sound familiar. Who's he, that? He, he's on that podcast. He was the one talking reckless about Russell Wilson. Okay. Recently. Yeah, okay. that's him, the light skinned guy with the dreads. Mm-hmm. And everybody remembers that that annoying that would get the one yard plunges for the Giants. That low life Brandon Jennings. <laughs> uh, Brandon Jacobs. I'm sorry, Brandon Jacobs. <laughs> Oh, you couldn't stand it. Number 27, wait, you know wait. when he came in, you know he was getting, you know what he was doing. Wait, why he got to be a low life? Because he was always like, he never would do nothing in between the 20s. But as soon as he get down to the one yard, two yard, here comes a big 6'4", 250 pound running back just well, running run. people over. <laughs> so he the Robert Horry of the NFL. Yeah, just, just, mm. a, just, a, just a vulture, a touchdown vulture, what we call him in, in, in the fans football. Just vulturing uh, Tiki Barber's touchdowns. Mm. And um, what's the other one there? My Bradshaw. He was on that team for about nine, ten years just stealing touchdowns. Because he was yeah, six yeah. foot four, two hundred fifty pounds. Never had a thousand yard season. <laughs> just always just four hundred yards and eight touchdowns or twelve touchdowns. That's all he was, man. But he's got two Super Bowl rings. So Brandon Jacobs. Yeah, Brandon Jacobs, man. Yeah. So that, yeah, that that that's my number one. I remember that. Remember that two thousand five draft. Remember that was like one of the first ones I watched like entirely. Yeah. And I remember Aaron Rodgers was supposed to go. Was supposed to go him and uh, Alex Smith would go like one and two. Uh-huh. And it went Alex Smith went one. And next thing you know, you didn't hear about Aaron Rodgers' name until like. The back end, he had this crazy look on his face. He yeah, had the, yeah. He had the frost. He, he was in the green room. He had the frosted tips. He was in the building. <laughs> Mikey, he had the frosted tips, though. Come on. Well, he, he was from Cali. <laughs> he, he's a West Coast guy. He was looking crazy, you know what I mean? But he, I think he remembered that, and he said, you know what? F these people, you know what I mean? So he went out there and did his thing, you know what I mean? So, yeah, the 2005 NFL draft, that's one of those ones I, I remember uh very, 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 very well. Absolutely. <laughs> frosted tips. Yeah, he had the frosted tips, man. <laughs> 
All he was right. looking crazy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that's so that's my number one. Two thousand five. That that's that's the one I remember remember the most. Yeah. I ain't bad. Well, that'll do it for our first top five. And uh, we're gonna get into have you seen, have you heard? Cause Taylor has a couple of things in mind he wanted to talk about. Yeah. So Taylor, what's going on? Uh, the first one is uh, I think you told me with a phone, but you haven't seen uh, the, the the snowfall uh, a finale. Oh no, no, sir! I, I got caught up today. I oh, watched you, oh, you that. saw it today? Yeah, my man lost seventy three million. <laughs> Excuse me, spoiler alert! In case you have not seen the the, the season finale of, of Snowfall, Lord have mercy. We're discussing it right now, so yeah, my oh, man, man lost that bread because the bull snatched it out of his <laughs> account. Snatched out of his account and, and was giving it away. <laughs> Brother, you supposed to, if you got seventy three million. I don't think you're supposed to have it in all. You're supposed to have like a secret account that no, only, uh, only well, you well, know he, about. Well, he, he no. has it in separate things, but it just yeah, all, all, all together. Like Bull, Bull smashed uh, that up. You're Bull, supposed to have like 10 different accounts. Bull, Bull CIA. It's hard to hide anything from them guys. Salute to my man, Gustavo. He had his 13 million storage unit. Salute to that, to that Mexican. He was yeah, like, <laughs> and, 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 and it's L because when he was going in there, I was like, yo, he's smart. And that's exactly what I would do. And then as he was walking out, I was like, wait, this don't feel right. Oh my God! Hey, at least he had his money. Yeah, you know I mean, at least he's not in the office, you know, throwing stuff around. Well, my that's, man, that's, well, that's about to get seized because they uh, all you well, heard, all you heard when they rolled down on him was somebody open that storage unit. <laughs> oh, for real? Yes, I oh, heard somebody say in the background, somebody open that storage unit. Well, so they going in there and they so taking how, all how that. Did, how did they know that he was going to that? Or did, or did, or did Teddy snitch on him? Or did, Te- or, did, or did we not know that until the next season? Teddy might have snitched on him, mm. or maybe they just knew what he had in the storage unit and just contacted the authorities. Like my man. Got a whole well, yeah, lot of money in here because it was that cop. It was that cop that was from the season before. He was in season three or four, so he said, "Hey, Gustavo, how you doing?" Yeah, so he kind of might have just been keeping an eye on that guy. <laughs> well, he, he did it the smart way, but he didn't get away. But nah. man, out there, I, I enjoyed that because a lot of people want people be, getting killed in the last, uh, um, you know, season finale. Which yeah. Only one person got murked. Uh, uh, what's his name? Ari Drek. We, we knew he was going to get. Yeah, my man Avi caught. He caught the smoke. We, 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 we you kind of knew he was going to get that work. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I wanted to believe he would get out of it, but nah, it, at no. the end no, of the day, you dealing with a, a Russian operative, KGB. They not letting you go. For I'm nothing. surprised he lasted this long. I, you, you, I kind of knew he was going to get that smoke. You know what I mean? I, I thought he was going to get that smoke last season, but I was, <laughs> I was, I was satisfied with this. I was satisfied with my, with, with my man's girl getting snatched up, and we, we and then, uh, uh, I, I was satisfied. I was yeah, yeah. ruthless. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it gives you more. Because you now, now it, you know, it, it gives season you more six. To, 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 to sit with you so that you, yeah. you really want to come back. I, next I, even, I even like Franklin pulling the strap on his auntie. Hey man, hey man, listen man, you take you take my money, I'm, I might to blow your face off. You know what then, I mean? Then, oh, then, you, then, you got something to do with my money? Getting then, you're not gonna you gonna you gonna cut me out the deal. Then, then he went back and got them two savage chicks and started robbing. Yeah, Black Diamond and um and Dallas. And Dallas, yeah, 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 yeah. snatched up all. Who, who shot who shot her last season? Now, now that now they did his um you know what I mean his yeah. work That's Sna- snatched up her money, snatched up her work, and uh, yeah. Uh, Frank, Frank was like, he back in business. <laughs> Listen, I may be out uh, seventy three million, but I'm I'm gonna get whatever y'all got. We gonna <laughs> we gonna count it up at the money counters. <laughs> she she told she told him that they froze all the accounts, so he couldn't take nothing. <laughs> he said, like, "Oh, all right, you was being smart, right? Okay, yeah, I know where you got your stashes. Yeah, down. I know exactly. Like you don't you don't know. I was just here like last week. I'm like, I'm I, know, I know everything is that. We, we, we used to be cool. <laughs> he walked up and said, "Yo, what's up? How you doing? Hey, what's up, Frank? Bye bye. I said, "Damn, let them have it. Yeah, that was funny, man. Yeah, I thought the last season. 
threes were, were, were solid. Like, you don't have to have a bunch of shoot them up bang, but you can just have a, just a straight uh, uh, a shift, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and and it set up a few things for next yeah. season because he went and seen Kane in the hospital snitch. and told him who, who was behind the hit. Oh, that, that, was, that was a hard snitch job right there. That, 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 was, that was dry snitch. Because <laughs> now Uncle Jerome was going to be in the line of finder, and that's, that's his blood. That's crazy. Oh, no. Oh no! But like I said, the next season, I think next mm. season should be the. I think it's the last season. It should end pretty good. Yeah, you know I mean, so I've been pretty hard on this show, but I actually liked that last episode. That was that was pretty solid. Okay, I agree. Good episode. Yeah, good and good I did one. see it. I caught it earlier today. So how it goes. All right, uh, we'll we'll do another. Have you seen? Um, has anybody seen the new Batman movie? I have not seen that. Man, I, I heard you, it's you long. Know, uh, Max, it's Max, three hours long. Yeah. Max streams horrible. Three hours I, I, I don't think I can sit for three hours and watch a movie, especially I, not a Batman, a Batman movie. movie. When I've seen so many Batman movies before, I'm like, Batman out, man. I can't take on, it man. no more, man. I'm exhausted from Batman. No, that's right. I can't take it no a more. New Batman movie comes out like every three or five every, years yeah, now. It's like we, they don't make us miss Batman no more. Just every here is Batman. I can't take it no more, man. I heard they got a movie in the works where they're bringing Michael Keaton back as being in like, the movie, like a Batman movie. No, man. They need to stop, man. Well, they're not going to stop because the, the guy that directed the Planet of the Apes, he's got the franchise now. Mm. So, And they already teased in the last five... T- I'm, I don't give a damn. I'm spoiled. And they got somebody chuckling in Arkham Asylum. Who you think's chuckling in Arkham Asylum? That's another That's Joker. Joker. So it's just, it's just like, come on. It's like, it's like y'all, bring, and, and y'all, and y'all, bringing y'all keep the same, reviving the same villains the same every time. Like, Batman, Batman had... A lot of villains. Where's Clayface? At? Exactly. Where's, like, where's all? He had all these, these these villains, and they don't even talk about them no at more. At all. Man. This is crazy, man. He had to have at least twenty to twenty five. Oh, where's Mr. Where's the uh, the the Croc was in the other movie, right? He was in the Suicide Squad movies, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like get get me some more villains. I don't want to see this, the same villains over and over and over again. All y'all gotta do is go back to the Adventures of Batman cartoon see how many different they villains they to, were they can go to the comic and, book and, and just pull somebody out yeah, like y'all man. keep recycling the same people I'm I don't not, know I'm not saying it was trash but it's just like, like I just need a break man just give me five years off man I don't I don't have no hate for what's his name Robbie Pattinson I don't have no, cause this is a young Batman so he's young, so he's not even staff. So when he's jumping out on the subway and he sees a bunch of thugs, they say, who are you? So it was at the beginning of his career, but I'm getting tired of this, man. It's like, y'all need to take a break, man. This is getting ridiculous, man. We're not doing trivia this week, but I have a trivia question for you. How many Batmans in our lifetime can you name? Like I can movie name Batmans? Michael Keaton, um, uh-huh. Val Kilmer. One, one uh, two. What's my man named? George Clooney was one. Three. Um, uh, what's his name? Christian Bale. Four. And he just had Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, yep, five. And then we now we have uh, whatever his name is now, uh, Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Yep, yeah, all these, okay, all the film ones. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not old enough for Adam West back in the day with the tight yeah, suits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pow and bang! I'm not old enough for that. Shit. <laughs> it's, just, it's 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 crazy, man. Uh, Colin Farrell was the was was the penguin. <laughs> Oh, oh, it was, it was, it, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's too long. It's, okay. it's three hours too. It's three hours is too long for Batman. Like, yeah, yeah. And the first half hour, forty five minutes is not like a whole lot of action. So you're kind of with me to to watch and, and it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I know they piped it up two months ago and I was on TV already, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I can sit through another bat. I can't do it, man. I don't know if I can do it. I don't. I know they could do different times when Batman's old or when Batman's about to bring Robin on, but. I can't do this no more, man. It's a lot of Batman. Yeah, I'm Batman out, man. And Batman's one of my favorite superheroes in the Batman world. Batman was but... my guy back in the day, but y'all making me hate Batman. I don't want to hate Batman. It's too much Batman. Oh, man. I know you're not going to kill him, so I just have to watch Batman get his 
and then five minutes later come back from the from the from the ceilings and dive on people and do all the tackling and uh, and uh, who are you? I'm Batman. Yeah, and this one he don't even have the car. I'm I don't give a damn. I'm spoiling for everybody. Oh, he don't got the Batmobile. Yeah, he just, he just like I said, this is early Wait, in three Batman's hours? career. No Batmobile. No, he just got the bike. The whole movie. They got like a car like oh in like goodness. the garage, but it's not like it's oh like, it's like it's like at the beginning of his career. He's like a young man. Like I, I'm thinking he's like maybe 29, 30, so 31 years old. So yeah. basically, they picking up after the show Gotham. I mean, I guess I don't know. Man. It's just like I say, then you had to show God. I, I can't do it no more. Man. This is ridiculous, man. Then you got Batgirl on TV. <sighs> Batgirl. It's just a Bat whole boy. lot of Batman. I can't man. take it no more. Bat. I'm Bat Batman. Balls. Like I said, I'm Batman. Dad. I can't take. Bat I know, elephant. and I know why they're doing Batman because Marvel is on a roll Bat with sneakers. all their stuff. So yeah, yeah. DC is trying to compete with Mar- with uh, Marvel, but Bat Chickens. I can't take it no more, man. Can't take it. They had mm-hmm. a Batman pizza at a, at a at um Little Caesars. Mm. It was a calzone shaped as a bat. bat this belt. is ridiculous. Man. <laughs> bat hat, bat sneakers. Lord have mercy. All right. Well, you got anything else that uh you want to know ring. if we've seen or heard? Oh, uh, just one more. Have you heard uh Pusha T's new album? Is, heard is, that. Is it still dry or am I? What's it called again? Still dry. It's, it's almost dry. It's almost dry. Yeah. I was hating the first four songs. But after the first four songs, I was about to turn it off, and then I heard the last five or six joints. I was, I was, you know, I was, I was like, all right, push it to you. You, you got one right here. The first Bro. five, I, I was hating, but I, I thought, I thought it was pretty solid. Listen, Terrence, that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I that, think that, it's all right. Terrence, that dude. I'm sorry. I don't know if it was as good as Daytona, but it's all right. Daytona was a little too short, but I like that first song from Daytona. If you know, you know. That song was hard. Yeah, but yeah. this one right here is cool. And the song he did with his brother at the end, the very last, that's my favorite song on the whole joint. I thought I thought it was pretty solid. Yo, okay. shout out to No Malice. Yeah. He, he, he put me on his album. Yeah, he, he's, he, that's, that's my man. I, that's I, my I, family forever. I always thought Malice was better than Pusher, but that's just my he, opinion. I, listen, when I was recording Malice, was when I was recording Malice bro. Malice it, was dope. It just amazed me because he was asking me, like, yo, E, what you think? And I'm like, yo, dude, you're the legend. I'm, you know, I'm, I appreciate it, but, you know, but I gave my opinion and he, and he took it and it was, it was great. He, I mean, he's never spit a whack bar. He won no, a few rappers no, that never spit a he's rap not, bar. I like, promise you. Might be him and Jada Kiss, maybe like four. Like, he's, like, every mm. time I heard him spit, like, it's always mm-hmm. been like, oh, all right, then. See, mm-hmm. I'm telling you from experience, he will do it over yeah. and over and over and over into it is exactly yeah. what he wanted to, to be. Yeah. I know a lot of people was uh, always had eyes on Pusha T. I mean, I'm not saying he's horrible, but I thought I just always thought Miles was just I just thought he was just I thought he was dope, man. So I salute to him, salute to him for like changing his life, you know what I mean? Not one I salute him, but this last song he did with his with his, that song was hard. And he sounded just like himself. He hasn't hasn't changed his cadence. It was it was that song was that was one of the songs that impressed me on that track. So yeah. I wanted Taylor wanted to hate, but I couldn't. Okay, cool. I, I went in with vengeance in my eyes, and I was like, "Oh, damn it!" I said, "Damn, I got a hit, man." Damn, I, I was, I was. Well, I gotta tell y'all, it's nice when Taylor hates because it's entertaining. But as much as it's nice when Taylor hates, it's really nice when Taylor gets stopped because the, whatever it was he was gonna hate on was well, just people, that good, and it's just undeniable. People used to shovel push your teeth back and like ten fifty down my throat, and I used to get frustrated with people like, "Yo, stop it!" But this this album, this last album, was kind of dope. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you. All right, cool, cool. But that's it for having you seen up here. All right, well, we are going to shift gears and move into the common sense space. And for our common sense space topic this week, we're pretty much just going to kick around our thoughts about Mike Tyson (laughs) and uh, the the unfortunate situation he found himself in (laughs) last week where he was on a plane 
And uh, there was a guy who approached him and, you know, was a fan. And, and, and you know, Mike was uh, so so the story goes that I've heard Mike was obliging. You know, he took a picture with the guy, gave him an autograph. You know, he had a little conversation with him. And then, you know, it was time to to, to, to go back to regular life. So Mike was like, yo, I'm, I'm going to go back to this flight. I'm going to chill. And the bull wasn't trying to hear it. The bull kept heckling him, messing with him. And uh, kicking Mike, his chair. Mike, Mike, Mike turned around and, and put the hands on that man. Mm. And uh, somebody got video footage of that. In the day and age we live, you can't do nothing, especially it was probably if you're a setup. They a celebrity. Knew it. Listen, he. But um, they, they said he threw water on him. Mike yeah. said he threw water on him. Yeah. Once you throw something, that's it. Yeah. I mean, listen, you you threw a beer on Ron Artest at a basketball game. Next thing you know, you got the malice at the palace. So, uh, <laughs> as far as my pain on the Mike situation goes, I don't think he was wrong. I don't think he he was out of line. I think the bull is out of line for acting the way that he was because, uh, you know, just because you know who I am and I'm a celebrity and I'm, you know, this and that to you First of or all, whatever, you that that don't mean you got to get out of control and out of pocket when you meet me. You got to you got to relax you, you, you and, know what, and keep man, it together. It's, it's nothing worse than a, a grown man that keeps another grown man. Just, mm-hmm. just like, dude, he he's the champ. And and he's the greatest. Like Mike is always going to be the greatest to me, but he's a human being. He just yep. happened to be very good at something that you're not. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's he's just he's a well, you know, he's a well tuned athletic machine, and you're a regular person. But at the end of the day, he's a human. Like yo, all right. He he was gracious enough to yeah. to, to, to to do what he did. I know, like, some, I know some celebrities they won't even give you the time of the day. He gave yeah. you the time of the Talk day to the hand. Yeah. Mike, and Mike's yo. a good dude. You know, Mike's yeah. trying to do positive things with his life right now. You know, Mike got the hot box and podcast, and 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 you know he's out here moving and shaking, and got his 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 uh his his uh theme park. I guess it is coming soon, and, and outside of Vegas. But uh, Bull, Bull just wanted to take his kindness for weakness and think it was sweet. Or like he said, maybe it was a setup, and they was just trying to do it for I don't know for, I mean, for, for the clout. Because somebody always got the phone and, with the perfect angle. Like uh-huh. you, know, you, you just never know these days, man. And, and the boy with the phone was like commentating, and like, like as stu- it was going on, yeah, and, 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 and the white guy was looking you? at him with the phone with the video, like looking at him, and it was just that looked a little odd. Like yo, like first of all, that's Mike. That's Mike. This ain't no regular dude. Like that's Mike. That's why they did it. If, if, if he hits you, there's a chance that you might actually get really hurt. He took yeah. it easy on him. He did yeah, take he it easy on him. Probably did take it easy. Yeah, on he him. just grabbed him up and scuffed him up. But people, oh, he gave him. He didn't punch that man. He just gripped him up. The, you know I mean? the bull did not walk off the plane with a lump on his head. Yeah, he had a couple no. scrapes on his head, but he wasn't like, yeah, Mike didn't assault him. He just like, yo, man, what's wrong? He gripped him up. You know yeah. what I mean? Mike could have killed him. Because he was in the chair, Mike was standing over him. He could have easily punched him in the temple, and then it would nights out, lights out. But um, he 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 just gave him a little light, little tune up. Say, yo, man, knock it off, man. Stop it, man. Like you you sitting behind me. Like like, come on, man, let's knock it off. You kicking my did, chair. You doing you, all types of stuff. Like knock it off. Did man. he even ask that man how he was doing? Like people are so demanding, won't even say hello. How was your day? How are you doing? Are you doing well? You know, I'd appreciate it. Thank you. And then going about your business. I've mm-hmm. seen celebrities at the airport, and I don't like, I don't like, I'm not talking, yo, man, I, I just don't feel right doing that, man. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I just feel like, oh, okay, there's so and so. Yeah, like, I, I feel weird, like at the man. end of the day, like, it's a person. Like, yeah. you can't just run down, I mean, you can run down on people, but 
that's that's just that's that's awkward. That's it's just weird, weird man. I don't how do how that, would you man. feel if somebody just ran down yeah. on you and was invading your privacy when you was trying? I'm saying go to Popeyes and get yourself a chicken sandwich yeah, or something man. like that. I was in Houston, what, six, seven years ago. Odell Beckham almost stepped on my sneaker. I didn't like, oh, man, what's, I did just, I said, oh, man, watch out. And, and he just walked off. He was drunk. You know what I mean? But this was like, I'm not like, like I don't know why people are groupies for. That's weird, yeah, man. That's, it's that's, weird. That's very weird. Yeah. Especially when you see people up and close. You're like, oh, man, this boy's bigger than what I thought. Or, or sometimes, be, oh, this boy is little. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw Styles Pete's like 15 years ago. Like like two feet smaller than me. Yeah, Styles P's like five three. <laughs> but I don't want to. No, no, I don't no, want to no disrespect the style. Yeah, yeah, I'm not disrespecting. But I'm not like a type of person that just runs down on people, man. I, yeah. I, I just that's just weird to me, man. It's it's, it's weird. It's just it's just very weird. And and that, that was kicking the back of the seat. I guess you wanted that smoke, and you got yeah. it. You, you, you want to tell the Tito Trinidad story real quick? Oh, when I met Tito Trinidad. Oh yeah, me and a friend of mine went, and uh, we were going up to Webster Hall. And uh, it was late. It was late night. So we got there and it was late. It was me, him, and, and uh, I think two females. So when we drove up, uh, I was like, oh, there's like, there's Tito Trin. Like, the thing is with me, I can point people out. Like, like I, 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 there's people I've seen. And I was like, oh, there's so-and-so. Yeah. You was with me the one time we saw Skino years ago. You're like, for yeah, real? Yeah, we saw Skino at, uh, right at, at Parks Casino. And I mean, so I saw Tito. I said, there go Tito Trinidad right there. And my friend like, yo, that's not him. That's not him. I said, yo, there's Tito Trinidad right there. I'm not lying. He said, yo, man, what the F you talking about? That's not Tito. I said, look, I said, yo, man, who you talking to? I turned my head to the driver's side. My friend said that he's gone. I said, where'd he go? I turned back around. I look at Tito Trinidad. My friend is shaking his hand. I said, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yo, what the hell? And But Tito was really, really nice. He came to the car, stuck his head in the window, and shook my hand. I could have mm. had, had a 22, and I could have blew him away. But he was a nice guy. And then the security came up and said, yo, leave these people alone. You don't know him. He told the security guard, yo, get the F away from me. From me. These people are my fans. And he shook. Mind you, we didn't know him from nothing. We just met him that night, man. He yeah. was a very, very gracious, very, very nice guy. We sat there and talked to him for like 10, 15, at least about 15 minutes. He was a nice guy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And he was, like I said, he was my, like, remember, boxers aren't that big. He's about my size. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. just a very, very nice human being. And some of these people, they're very, very nice. But you, yeah. you got to kind of keep people's temperament, even with people that you see every day. You don't know what somebody's going through. Yeah, Mike could have been chilling that day, and you just set him off. You know what I mean? But. I don't, I don't, I, th- th- that's just weird. Like the, the, the whole, you know, the common person and the celebrity stuff is weird because I think it's because of the social media. You feel like you know these people because they always post and stuff. You don't know these who these people are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like they've kind of like got rid of the, the, the fine line to where you can see everything that they do and see everything they post. They got podcast. They're all over the place. So you feel like you know these people. So you feel like you can disrespect these people. But I'm so, glad Mike uh, gripped him up by his neck and his throat and, and told him like, yo, man, knock it off, man. It's a big, uh, big change on what's considered private yeah. nowadays. It, it takes a lot to be able to keep things Absolutely. that you're dealing with life-wise on the low just because of social media and pressure to share and, 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 and do things like that. So, you know, it, it kind of blurs the line, like Taylor was saying, between the regular person that's working a nine yeah. to five and per, and you know celebrities. So weird, man. I, I, I remember I saw Rick Ross and Phil. I said, "Man, get out the way, man. I, I got to go catch the train." He was in the way. He was coming out that hotel. Mm, said, excuse, excuse me. I, 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 then I just I thought that was Rick Ross. I didn't. I don't care. Move. I'm kind of, I did, they don't. They don't impress me. All right. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our common sense space this week. And on that note. We have to send a rest in peace, uh, shout out and condolences to the family and friends of hip hop legend mm. and internationally known DJ K Slay. Mm. 
who we lost last week after a battle with COVID. Man. Yes, it's true. COVID is still taking people out. Yeah. So I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he. Uh, I don't know what he. I'm pretty sure he probably had some some other uh, ailments and the COVID yeah, just some underlying complications. Yeah, I, and COVID but I, I'm just glad that no one's like edge. saying putting his business out there. But I'm, that's probably what it was. And yeah. But yeah, that, 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 that's crazy because he has been sick for a while, for a long time. I think something similar happened. I think didn't Bismarck he catch COVID and after a yep. while he was sick, sick, and all of a sudden he just passed away. Yeah, so Fred the yeah. Godson got taken off out by COVID. Yeah, he was sick for a while too. Yeah, so that's um yeah that's that's a hurt piece for Case. Like Case was he was that guy, man. Yeah, started off as a, as a graffiti guy and then um started DJing and uh, did did a little bid, um, but got him got you know got out and became one of the you know one of the well known DJs in in in, in um in New York. Yeah, so salute yes, to him. sir. The Drama King. Yeah, and in honor of the Drama King, we're gonna dedicate our second top five to uh, top five DJs. Mm. So I'll start with my list as usual, and at number five, I'm gonna keep it local, Philly. And a uh, salute to this man because he's been doing it for years and he's uh, been hanging in there and, and looks like he's showing no signs of stopping, but it's DJ Doc B. Mm. Every time I hear him on the radio and it goes, go Doc, go Doc. Yo, I love it. He puts in that work and uh, he, he's been entertaining the people of Philadelphia for years now. So salute to you and keep doing what you're doing. Number four on my list <clears throat> uh, is Don Cannon. One half of the affiliates. Mm. And he's been uh, transitioning from actual, well, not transitioning, but he transitioned from actual DJing to uh, a little more hosting on the mixtapes and stuff like that. I don't know if he was still DJing in his personal life because I don't know that man. But um, as far as what he was doing in the industry, uh, I really respected and appreciated it. And that brings me into my number three guy who's the other half of the affiliates, DJ Drama. <laughs> oh, Germantown. Yeah, he's another local guy. Yeah. Went down to Atlanta and, um, you know, really put his foot down, put his Mac down, and uh, came out with the Gangsta Grills mixtapes, which are a big staple in the hip-hop culture right now. Mm. And, um, yeah, so Drama is, uh, is a pretty legendary figure. Salute to Drama for starting the Meek Mill and them Drake beef. Salute to- <laughs> mm, yeah, give, giving out reference tracks. Talking about Drama. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Thank you for feeding the the the, the, the YouTube uh, uh, algorithm for that. that. That was crazy. <laughs> Exposing people. So number two on my list, I'm going to bring it to a guy who's from New York and uh, put one of my favorite rappers into the game, and that's DJ Clue. Mm-hmm. He is uh, very much responsible for the career of Fabulous. Illuminati. And them Clue tapes back in the day were, were something serious, and, and I feel like it, it was big to get on them Clue tapes. Yo. <laughs> Clue! Desert Storm! He Clue did used to talk over the beat a good amount, but, uh, you know. Do remember. Yeah. Clue, Clue, Clue did his thing. <laughs> DJ Clue was that bull, man. Number one on my list. Clue! Is another legendary producer who uh, comes from down south, comes from Houston, but uh, he, he migrated to the East Coast, and uh, his sound is undeniable. He's worked with some of the biggest artists in the game, some of the greats in the game, some of the juggernauts in the game. Uh, and that's DJ Premier. Primo. I said any, mini, miny, mo. Absolutely, Premier. man. Salute, salute to DJ Premier. 
been, been been in the game for a long, long time Primo. since since the, the the early '90s, maybe late '80s. And uh, Prem is still going hard, still putting in work, still making very exclusive, very dope beats for artists. Still making music. And yeah, um, yeah that's that's going to do it for my top five DJs. But I do have a couple honorable mentions I'm going to get to after Taylor does his list. So, Taylor, what you got? All right, so my number five, I got to start with the ladies. I had a crush on this girl for years. Uh, I think she has a baby with Nick Anderson. Taylor's always in somebody's business. We're going to put some respect on uh, DJ Spinderella from, mm. uh, from uh, Salt and Pepper. Pepper. Mm. Oh, Lord have mercy. I'm talking about the, the latest one now, the one that got kicked out the group. You know yeah, I mean? Spinderella's yeah. unfortunately no longer in the group. There, there's, like three, there's like three of them, but she's the one that I remember as a kid, and uh, she's fine as hell. She always had that short hairstyle back in the day. I mean, but now I think she still DJs parties and stuff like that. But, yeah, uh, Taylor was a... Uh, Oh man, uh, if, if it was Scheming. her, if, yeah, if it was her and uh, Queen Latifah back in the day, Taylor would probably have lost his mind. You know what I mean? But I was a big fan of DJ Spinderella. I always thought she was fine as hell when I was a little ass kid. So she's definitely got to make my list. Okay. Uh, number four, we're going to uh, say RIP to my man, Jam Master J, man. Jam Master J. One, one of the first, you know what I mean? Run DMC. Yeah, man. JMJ, I mean. Of course, he was influential with starting Onyx. You know what I mean? Um, had a hand in finding 50 Cent some kind yep, of way. Yep. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, we're going to put some respect on uh, J- uh, Jam-, Jam Master Dre tragically died. What was that 2002 or 2003? <laughs> Ran up in the, in the studio and shot him. That was crazy. I think somebody had just got arrested for that within the last year or so. So, mm. uh, they finally found the killers. But, yeah, salute to uh, uh, J- I think, uh, uh, Jason Mizo, a.k.a. Jam Master J. I mean... Just when I when I used to hear the the, R, the uh, uh, Run DMC back in the day, how they would just let him make bad mean bad month bad mean and good like I just used to love his mix. And I remember I watched him I think on MTV one time. He was getting it in, man. Yeah, you know I mean, so uh, we're all gonna put respect on uh, Jam Master J. Absolutely. Hmm. Uh, number three. I mean, when I was a little kid back in the uh, when well, I was a little kid, uh, a young man back in the late night early two thousand, Taylor used to always be listening to uh, Prime Nine and my man Cosmic Street. Cosmic you see those <laughs> on the Come Up Show. Oh my God! Kev gets on my nerves with them sirens, but He's, other than that, he, he definitely does do his thing. Shout well, out to Cosmic. What Kev. he used to do was on Friday, uh, you the know, Come Up Show. The Come Up Show. He would play like all the beef records from everywhere else, not from mm-hmm. Philly, but from mm-hmm. everywhere else. So if he was playing the the, uh, the he played the Busta Rhymes and the Eminem and the Fifty Cent, because a lot of people only had the the Eminem the, the, uh, M&M and the Fifty Cent version. He had the Busta Rhymes Busta version. Rhymes, yeah. People in New York didn't even have that version yet. So. I, I just always and I think Buster Rounds cut that either like early that late Thursday early Friday he got it that Friday night and was playing it back to back to back I remember always just playing like beef, uh, beef records he was like oh let me run this back like he was just mm-hmm. always being Joe but I just loved <laughs> I just loved I loved him and he would always mix it in with something else he would sometimes he would mix in with the response and then he would just go all night and he's like oh you know I gotta bring it back like, I used to love lifting that from like 10 a.m. Uh, 10 p.m. to 2 uh, a.m. Yeah. him and them QDZ I used to love listening to come up show so uh almost gonna always gonna put respect on cosmic uh strictly skills uh cosmic strictly skills kev i'm trying to get this man's name now but cosmic kev is there as everyone else knows so it's salute to him yep yep um my number two is my man oh uh, dj kid capri kid capri okay kid capri go ahead 
I always had a, he had a song with Jay Z back there. I thought that was hard. Um, on um Jay Z's that's that second album, um, and uh, Kid Capri was all you know he was the DJ for um, uh, Def Comedy Def, Jam, yep, yep. and he, I liked it because he could always take jokes. Yeah, you know I mean, so he was always laughing, and uh, he was always good with you know putting the record on and stopping it at, at at the right. You know the stuff he did with the Bernie Mac cut, mm-hmm. some kind of way they went over that before that. You know what I mean, not knowing how it was going to go, they just did that off a whim. Yeah, you know what I mean, so I always liked uh, a DJ Kid Capri, and he did a. He was on uh, Kendrick's, I want to say, last album, doing okay. ad libs and stuff, man. Okay. Uh, Kid Capri is, uh, you know, that, that, that's 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 my guy. Always always had a, was always a fan of him. And I think I used to listen to Satellite Radio. He used to have a mix show from like four to six in the afternoon. He would just kill it, man. Yeah, you know I mean, it's probably, probably was pre-recorded, but you know, uh, he, he 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 he's that guy. I was I was like I said, I I always got respect for DJ uh, Kid Capri. Okay. But uh, number one. I, 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 I got to stay in Philly. I, I put respect on DJ Jazzy Jeff, man. Jazzy Jeff. I know a lot of people that he's Thank had you. parties in Philly they went to. Like he's he he he's that guy, man. I remember him back in the day, uh, you know. But he's he's really skilled. He's done root, work with the roots. Um, I always got I got, I got to put respect on uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. He's number one in my list, man. I, but he's a pioneer. You know, what I, mean? I just saw him on in the internet. I think he was doing an interview with somebody about sneakers. Like I just, I just like Jazzy Jeff, man. Just, a, mm-hmm. just, just a good guy. And of course, he transitioned with, with Will Smith. They was on TV together, and uh, you know, on on the, on the. I like how well, I like how Will Smith brought him on the show with him on the Fresh Prince. You know, I mean? he didn't yeah. have to do. They could have like, no, this Jazz is all me. But he brought Jazzy Jeff with him, and uh, so salute to uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff from Philly. Uh, he's 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 my number one DJ of all time. You know I mean? Okay, so, bad, bad. That's, that's 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 my guy, man. DJ Jazzy Jeff. All right, cool, cool. Well, that's love, that's love, and I'm glad we was able to get that in and give a little salute to the DJs who play such a big role in the hip-hop culture. Mm -hmm. And uh, even when hip-hop started, DJs were kind of the main attraction, and the rapper was there to kind of compliment the DJ. That's how it was when... uh, when Will Smith and, and, and Jesse Jeff started doing what they was doing. Yeah. Oh. But uh, just a couple of honorable mentions. Yeah. Uh, another local guy, DJ Touchtone. Yeah. The, the world's blind, only blind DJ. Blind DJ, yeah. Putting in work. Yeah. Another local guy, DJ Caesar, doing his thing. Okay. And uh, another guy that I, a guy that I met, uh, DJ Dangerous. Mm-hmm. And uh, another guy who came up in my my research who I wanted to mention because uh, I was kind of surprised to see his name, but uh, it's dope to see it. It's Static Selector. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The producer, yeah. He's a producer, uh-huh. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, tell him I want to put some respect on uh, DJ Technician. Hey, if you don't know who Technician is, he was the locks DJ for the verses. That's all I got to say. Okay. That, that man is masterful. Uh-huh. <laughs> what he did, the songs he put on, the way he embarrassed <laughs> those dipset dip clowns, uh, the way the way he was just, as soon as Jada just, yo, man, put this. And he was just, he was all, he, he was, was with it. Yeah. So, yeah. so the DJ Technician, DJ Tech, uh, the way he put that, um, that um, uh, I shot you. That that was that was classic. You know what I mean, because that was like a last minute thing. They weren't gonna do that until maybe the last day. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that said, "Yo, you might as well just use this." You know what I mean? I think I think Jada talked to Diddy and then Texo. Oh, I got that. We gonna do it. We gonna do it like this. Then we gonna run it back. And then that was all planned out. So salute to DJ Tech, and it was perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean, so he was really on cue uh, with, with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, oh yeah, we'll, we'll put some respect on uh, DJ Grandmaster Flash too. Grandmaster Flash. Yeah, okay. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Don't push me because I'm close to the edge, man. Come on, man. We're going to put some respect on Grandmaster Flash. 
All right, bet, bet. Well, that's going to do it for our second top five. And we're going to finish up this week's episode with Mike's Minutes. <clears throat> so for my message to you guys this week, um, we all got jobs, we all got bills, we all got things we got to do. You know, you want to relax sometimes, you want to take it easy, do whatever it is you do in your, your leisure time. Um, but one thing that's very important, and, and I, I just want to preach to everybody right now, is to make time for your family and your loved ones. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to have uh, a little meal yesterday with my parents. And uh, it, was, it was dope that we get, was able to spend some time together. Uh, we got Mother's Day coming up in two weeks on May 8th. So, you know, it's that time of year. And unfortunately, everybody's not blessed with family that 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 really wants to see them succeed and, and, and pushes them and, 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 you know, shows their love in what you would consider like a conventional way. But if you are in a position where you have family like that, you have a sister or brother that you get along with, cousins that you're cool with, you and your parents are on good terms, aunts, uncles, whoever the case may be, definitely make time for your family, make time for your loved ones. Because uh, in this crazy world, in this hectic world, you never know when something's going to happen and, and somebody's not going to be here anymore or, you know, something's going to happen and, and life is just so fragile. You never know how it's going to go. So that's my message to y'all this week. Make love for your family. Make love for your lo- make make time for your family. Make time for your loved ones, and uh, and, and that's 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 gonna do it for this week's episode. Yeah. So yeah. that's season four, episode five. We appreciate y'all for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and IG at Sleep Is For You. Check out the newest episode or other episodes on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, or YouTube. Check out sleeplessfew.com if you haven't already done so. Tell anything else you want to say. Nah, man. Like I said, every week, thank y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all listening and take, taking time out. So we'll see y'all next week. Our listening numbers have been going up, so definitely salute to everybody. Tell your friends if you mess with us. Tell them to get down with the show. Um, keep following us. Keep uh, messing with us, and uh, we'll, we'll get with y'all next week, man. Water.